for 2014 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Narf Money, live at you from the 19106. I'm joined today with Hudson. Looking forward to week three. We got Julio Jones already with 35 points. Going over some power rankings, why people don't trade enough. We got quarterback pickups in the league. How's Lanchop's team doing? Anyone trying to buy Joe Flacco, guys? Listen up. All right, Trons, week two is over. Looking forward to week three. I'm on the line with Hudson. What's up, dude? How's it going? Pretty good. I'm. Wa- are you watching this Atlanta-Tampa uh, game right now? Yeah, I, I turned it on, and then I realized I was just rooting for Vincent Jackson not to catch it, which is a pretty boring. Yeah, well, so I'm, I've got Julio Jones, who's got like eight for 120 and a touchdown in the first half. So I'm feeling pretty good about this game so far. Yeah, he's really good. Like, he, he he was my preseason pick to like finish number one with the wideouts. I, I I think he's awesome. Just like a six yard pass just turns into like thirteen yards because he's just uh, he's big and tall and also quick. Yeah, he he does it all. Like yards after the catch, he gets separation. He he wins jump balls. Like if he stays healthy, and I'm sure I'm jinxing this now, but I, I really like him on my team. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a good pick. Tampa looks fucking terrible. Like. It's thirty. It's thirty-five. Nothing going into half, and one of the last possessions they fumbled on the Tampa one-yard line, so it could be forty-two nothing, like just as easily. Yeah, and I'm actually pretty surprised nobody picked them in Eliminator. I know that a lot of people aren't still in it, but of eight people left, nobody picked them. So are are you still in? I assume. Yeah, I'm still in. So so who's your pick this week? Uh, the Patriots are playing at home against the Raiders. Yeah, that's 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 a win. I think they're like 16-point favorites, so... Yeah, lock that one down. So I went out week one with the Bears, um, so obviously I'm not going to care that much about Limer in the podcast. But also, um, I don't know, it didn't seem like it was like a whole Tron thing, because like the the podcast, uh, not the podcast, the Eliminator, there were like 20 people, and like I didn't even know who half the people were. Yeah, even, I think I know a little bit more than you, but not a ton. Yeah, like I, I kind of liked last year how it was like just the league, because it was easy to talk about on the podcast, like people cared, um... But I guess Lamb Chop kind of replaced synergy. that with like picking against the spread. Are we play? Are we make money in that? Is that is that a money thing? I don't know. Like I'm okay with that. It's just a lot of work each week. Like I'd much rather pick like one game or three games against the spread than like all sixteen. Um, yeah. But that said, fucking Choir Boy, if he was betting on this shit, have you looked at that? Yeah, he's got twenty five out of I guess thirty two. Yeah, that that's insane. Um, fourteen out of sixteen in week two. Like he should have bet on that yeah um that's yeah i mean that you can make a lot of money doing that shit um but yeah i guess we'll just focus on on regular fantasy most of the time um on the podcast so so anything new with you you're in your third year of law school right yeah so this is my third year it's like they call it three lol because it's pretty much a pointless year okay um i was at a 
firm this summer, and I'm going back there after graduation. Nice. It's so in like, Manhattan, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a New York firm, and uh, so basically, like, this year means nothing. My grades don't matter at all, so I have no excuse in fantasy not to be, yeah, to be so, really good. Yeah, so this good. should be your prime year in fantasy. Um, I assume um, once you get your job, you're moving out of your mom's house, right, or are you planning on yeah, staying there as a lawyer? Yeah, I'll move out. I think it's <laughs> it's time. I've made, I'll make some money then. And Yeah, no, that, that's pretty cool. When are you going to, do you know when you, do you have a start date already, or is it like, right like after graduation? This, this time next year or so. Oh, because oh, right, you take the bar first and shit, right? Yeah. I assume you're just going to, are you going to take the, just the NY or other states also? No, nah, just the New York one. Yeah. Um, there's no other reason. There's no reason to like take the New Jersey bar unless you live in New Jersey, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're in New country. Jersey, going to New York makes sense. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so this is like my last year of actually being able to think like seriously play Frisbee. Yeah, so are you, did you play sectionals this year? Yeah, so I, we played sectionals. I was on this team, Man Man. Um, which is just like a guys from my summer league and people from a, a former mixed team. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We made regionals. Nice. Are you guys going? Yeah, we uh, we just finalized it today. Like if we wanted to go or not, and we agreed to get to yes. Is uh is Beta on that team? Yeah, I, I brought him along. He's uh he's pretty good. Yeah, is he, does he score most of your guys' goals? Uh, he was. He definitely scored a lot of like day two of, of uh, sectionals, but he he just was more like always like a bailout option. Yeah, you can just put it up to him, and he he goes up and gets it. Um, so I was actually thinking about this earlier. So do, did Lionel play club this year? Do you know? Because I thought he no, 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 he didn't. I uh, I asked him about it, and he said he was working on his PhD dissertation or something like that. Yeah, that's a lame excuse. Um. So I think that means you were the only person in the Legends of Tron League that played Club Frisbee this year. Well, Frogger's on the team, right? Well, okay. So if you want to count Frogger as in the league, quite, yeah. And I guess Randall also, who's... And, I think and, she's on all team. right, so <laughs> of all the managers that actively manage a team, you're the only one playing Club Ultimate. I think so. And I don't. I, we're, we're barely a club. I mean, we didn't practice or do anything. And so you guys we just picked up your sectionals? Yeah. That's cool. When are when are uh, regionals? They are the weekend after this one. Uh, is it up in? You guys are in the New England region, right? Yeah. So we play like Ironside and all those teams at uh, Devons. That'll be fun. Yeah. I guess you guys are. You're probably going to be what, like the 15 or 16 seed or something. Yeah. So when we had our team there, like we only showed up really on Saturday of sectionals. Uh huh. And we took the team that won our section to Universe Point. Um, you mean Pony? So, no, no, Young Bloods. Pony gets like a buy. So oh, right. The five. Okay, Young Bloods, a team that Lionel used to play for, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, they have good players. They have some like pro guys, and okay. we lost to them on Universe Point on like us turning the disc twice, almost scoring in the end zone. Yeah, that's lame. Um, but we, I think, I think we'll probably lose all of our games at regionals, but have a good time doing it. So that's legit. Um, and I also I drafted Fuse and uh, and Anton and Beta to my summer or my fall league team. I, I heard about that from Anton. Has that started yet? Saturday, our first pair of games. Are you guys going to be good? Yeah, they actually like because Beta's on my team. They wouldn't let me draft a certain person like the first round. You mean like Beta counted as your first round pick? Well, no, no. So like the way it works is that women are drafted first, and you can like they have baggage with men. Oh, okay. And they were like, you can't draft these two girls because your team would be too good if you did so. 
Got it. Got Which it. is like a pretty good sign for, for how our team will go. So I assume your offense is going to be Anton throwing up hucks to beta the whole time? Yeah, like the wobbly 20-yard flick huck. Exactly. And underthrow him by 30 yards. <laughs> you can't underthrow or overthrow him, though. It's nice. Uh, you can you can underthrow him if it's a deep shot. I mean, if the disc just bounces off the ground, it's not going to That's true. Him. Yeah, I guess that's the, the real fear with it. Yeah. So you also, you're you're famous in the league now um, for organizing the first ever live draft. Like, you must feel pretty good about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd actually, the the Frisbee draft was in the same uh, building. Oh, you you set it up for the whole league also? I did. I just, NYU couldn't care less, so. Do they just let, like, anyone just ma- make a bullshit club and, like, reserve a room for it? Yeah, I mean, I I told them, like, for our for our league or for our draft, my excuse, I didn't even give like a reason. I think I said maybe like you guys were maybe gonna do something with my law journal. That's why you're meeting with me. Is that a law school building we were in, or is it undergrad? Yeah, that's a law school building. Okay, yeah, so they don't care at all about that shit. Yeah, you have to convince like student IT and then the security guards at the desk who couldn't care less. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, but you're cool, I assume, to defer to Yoni next year, assuming he can pull it together. I, I'd go. I mean, I'll have taken the bar exam, and I won't have started work yet, so I really have no excuse. Yeah, exactly. Plus, like, you'll need... Have, you'll have already taken the bar exam? Yeah, it'll be over. Oh, so Anton and Vigo couldn't help you, but I, I assume you'll be all right. Yeah, I think it should be okay. All right, cool. So so let's talk about your team for a second, man. You're, thir- yeah. you're third in points scored. Uh, you're one and one after a crushing week lo- one loss to Yoni. Um so that game went down to Monday Night Football. Yoni was on the podcast last night or last weekend. Said he wasn't even watching that game. Tell me you watched that. Yeah, I, I watched the whole thing. Um, it was much closer than he made it seem. Yeah, I, y- Yoni. First of all, it's always a little hard to hear Yoni on podcasts because like he doesn't understand internet or like computer microphones <laughs> at all. But like Yoni was saying, how like he went to bed and did some math that like it was like impossible for you to catch him like midway through the third quarter your game was dead even i remember looking at the score it was dead tied after ryan matthews ran that touchdown in yeah there was a play where the chargers were like they probably if they had gotten no yards they would have had like a 50 yard field goal which is great because i would have uh had the kicker oh you had nick novak yeah, so that's, I guess, like five points. If he makes it, yeah, it's minus Yeah, points. so if, if he makes it, it, it would be. But instead, it was a fumble that went like over Rivers' head, and they lost like 20 yards. Oh, and... right. I remember that play. So, so I think that's a sack. Team. San Diego does that shit all the time. Remember there was a game, I think, last year or two years ago, where like they had the lead, and Rivers fumbled the ball kneeling down to win the game, and then they lost? Yeah. Yeah, they lost the game. Like, they would have made the playoffs if he had successfully nailed it. Yeah, like, San Diego always fucks up snaps and shit like that in tight games. And I'd bet money on San Diego that game, too. You mean straight up or on the spread? Because they covered I, the spread. They covered the spread, and I was just greedy, and I did it straight up. Oh. So they lost by one, and I could have just covered, but... Yeah. So did you ever, you never took the lead in that game, right? I think you caught Yoni, and then he pulled ahead again on Michael Floyd? Yeah, I caught him, but, like, he was he's right in that, like, Michael Floyd had... 90 yards and was you know if he if he gets another catch that's another four points right there and i would pretty much put it out of reach but exactly um all right so then week two you bounced back pretty strong um (laughs) took out your rival fuse um so how are you feeling about your team like you gotta be pretty happy after two weeks i guess yeah i uh i don't really know how to gauge my team because of the peterson thing yeah that is like that's really interesting um if he stays out for a while that's going to be terrible for you yeah, I mean, he was—he's my first pay. I mean, he didn't do much week one, but obviously he's 
still one of the best running backs. And uh, I can't, I don't, I'm sort of in limbo in that I can't really do a ton until I get figure out like what's going to happen with him. So I haven't been following it that closely. I'm guessing you have been more. Like, what is the latest? Like, when do they expect him to be able to play? Are they going to wait till the whole case is resolved? Yeah. So like, they want. They, I guess, like, it looks like if they go to trial, that'll be like after the season. Interesting. So, but they're so not going to keep him out all season on a pending trial, are they? It's. I mean, they're like they want some kind of resolution. Yeah. Um, so it, what he should do is like take a time. plea deal, and then, and then like he could just go play. Like he could just plead guilty to a lesser version of it, or you know, suspended sentence, something like that. Right. Would he get jail time for that? I don't. I don't know how bad it like what the jail time is for this crime. Yeah. But it's like it's just weird in that I don't know how much I should be going for like running backs versus just kind of floating until he comes back. Well, you also have Ryan Matthews out, too. So, like, that's your that's your starting backfield. I mean, that's a pretty big blow, both of them. Yeah, Kiri Robinson and Bernard Pierce are starting for me this week, which is probably the worst duo. I saw you picked up Kiri Robinson. You had to drop your boy Brian Hartline, who you were so pumped on draft day to get. I was, but then Mike Wallace is, has been stepping up, so. what? Hartline had, what, back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons? Yeah, that would, like no one expects it because he's like on a boring team and but, is a boring player. He had player. like a thousand and six yards, I think. Like he barely. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, you're right, but that's only sixty yards a game. Like for like a wide receiver three, though, to to get him that late, like he he could be a wide receiver three. He yeah. probably was in the top thirty six last year. No, if, if he's if he's consistent, um, I mean that's solid enough. But yeah, you you to drop your boy, so. All right, Peterson was your first pick. Where did you draft? Like five or six? I think he was. I was fifth. You were fifth, right? Um, oh, because you took uh, so Charles and Peterson. So were you expecting a quarterback to be there at the fifth pick? Or were yeah, you, I was, you I was shocked that that a QB didn't go. I was shocked too. So if like one of the top three was available off the board, was that your pick? Was that your? Yeah, your I, I didn't. I didn't want to take. I didn't really even think about running backs. Yeah, I honestly don't blame you for that. Like, I was certain, um, like, Rodgers, at least, or or Peyton would be there, number five. Um, So did you just kind of, like, you didn't even have those four ranked? You kind of just winged that pick, like Peterson over McCoy and Forte? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's too early to reach for, like, the Jimmy Graham, Calvin Johnson, Stafford sort of area. No, I agree with running back there. I'm just like, you could have gone with, like, Forte, McCoy, Peterson, Charles were all pretty even amongst most people going to the draft. Yeah, yeah, I think that um, maybe it was you talking about this, but that I, I read it somewhere else. It was like Adrian Peterson in uh, in the North Turner offense would catch more passes, and yeah, I said that, but I probably stole it from someone else. So you could have, you might have heard it there. Yeah, I mean, I just also think that like Jamal Charles was good because of a lot of touchdowns, and McCoy had Darren Sproles, and no, I. Liked- I- Forte last year, but it was, it was it was a little too early to to go for him. I, I don't blame you. Like I had those guys ranked, um, and I had Peterson number one, my number one running back off the board. Actually, um, if I had had the number one pick in the draft, I probably would have gone him, and that would have turned out terrible. So good thing. I yeah, um, you got me seventy five yards in week one, and that might just be it. Yeah, um, yeah. No, North Turner is like has a history of just like throwing a ton to, to running backs, and Peterson like he's not known for catching balls, but like he he, he can do that. Like he's fine. You get him in space. Like he's not just a power back. Like he's got good yeah. moves. Like I mean, he's, he's great at everything when he's healthy. He's he's amazing. Um, 
So I think I was talking with um, Anton like on the post draft pod because like yours was a really interesting second round pick, in which like it was right after all the kind of elite wideouts were off the board. So like you were kind of stuck in a position where like there I think that like, there were no obvious choices for you in your second round. Like did, yeah, did you have so, luck. So the t- the guys that went before him that you mentioned are Green, Des Bryant, Julio Jones, Nelson, and Brandon Marshall. Yeah, all in a row, I think, also. Yeah, exactly, 15 through 19. And then the next receiver was Andre Johnson. Well, the next receiver draft was Andre Johnson. It should not have been Andre Johnson. but It would have been. Then I took Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, so that, that was actually, I think, the point Anton made, is like if you had gone receiver there, you ended up with the receiver, you probably would have gone there anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I mean... Were, were you My hoping? Thing, sorry, go ahead. Were, were you hoping one of those like elite wideouts was dropping to you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed. Like, I think. I guess my thing is that like, I really enjoy having a really good quarterback. Okay. And I think that luck was the last of of that group. Um, I, it depends on. I don't know. Depends on how good you think he is. I I, I really like him um, as a fantasy quarterback. The thing about him is that, like, his games are so ugly to watch, but he's he comes up with 25 points somehow just because he runs a little bit and he throws a lot when they're losing. And Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay just fumbled the ball in their first possession in the second half, by the way. <laughs> Atlanta ball. That's, um, that's awful. <laughs> so, so, so I owned Luck last year, and I really like him also. Um, I, I say this probably every time I mention him. It's like, their game plans are so bad. Like, if they get yeah. down by three scores and they just give up on running with Trent Richardson and let him throw, he puts up, like, 25, 30 points. Um, yeah. But their normal game plan is, like, they want him to throw for, like, 200, 220 yards. Like, they don't want him to get in the three, 350 range. So, if they get out to a lead, like, he did fine for you last week, like, three touchdowns, but he threw for, like, 180. If he didn't have those touchdowns, like, it's not a good week. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, in spite of, like, all of that last year, he was still seventh. No, I agree. Like, I, ha- I had him, and I liked him. I just, it's, like, it's really frustrating because, like, he could be putting up so many, so much better numbers. The like, thing the about the Saints, the Saints one- go into a game, and, like, they want Drew Brees to throw for 350 yards. Yeah. Like, the Colts don't go into a game thinking like that. At the same time, though, like, the shittiness of Trent Richardson means that you're going to get, like, third and goal where he throws for a touchdown or runs for a t- You know, he's... He's not like, um, you know, Jay Cutler, who has Matt Forte, like, stealing a touchdown that he drives him all the way down, kind of. No, you're right. I mean, Luck does a lot. He'll get the rushing yards. He'll get the rushing touchdowns. He'll be fine. Like, I just don't know. Like, I, I think he was the next—he was my next quarterback off the board at that point also. I just personally think he's closer to, like, the Matt Ryan, what we thought Tony Romo would be type tier than, like, the elite tier. I think he's the best of the second tier, not, like, the worst of the first tier. But that might just be semantics. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I probably could have picked Jeffrey 20th and gotten Luck 29th. Maybe uh, not Luck 29th. Maybe I would have gotten, gotten like, a quarterback. I don't know if it would have Rivers. been. Luck. Rivers went 30th, so somebody like that. Yeah, I still think Anton reached pretty early on Rivers, even though he did look real good against Seattle. Um, but, yeah, there's this, like, whole muck of quarterbacks, and it seems like whoever can get, like, two of them to be have their awesome year You're right. will really will come to the top. You're right. And Romo, who went pretty high, is looking terrible so far. And that's Same with, with Brady. Yeah, it did. I'm, I'm aware of that. Um, <laughs> um, that that's, that's my biggest like concern with my team right now. Is I, I really thought he was going to be like a top five quarterback and like bounce back. And right now, I'll, I'll settle for like 
like 17 points a week. Like I just can't have them give me like 11 points a week anymore. Yeah, I mean, they've had a couple weird weeks where, like, last week they blew them out and he could have scored 30 and it just didn't work out. Yeah, he, like, didn't even throw in the second half last week. Yeah. Barely. Um, So I'm hoping it's Oakland, home game, like, he'll put up big numbers. I I think he will. Um, I'm kind of off Shane Vereen now. Like, that may have been a mistake. And I have Darren Sproles, who's the number two running back in fantasy, sat on my bench two weeks in a row. I'm just, like, I'm just not nailing my week-to-week matchups at all right now, which is... Driving me crazy. What do you think about this this stat that uh, Lamb Chop threw out? So, I actually really liked it, um, even though it made me look terrible. But, <laughs> first of all, like I've, I think I've said on the record before, like I'm a much, much better GM than coach. Like I think I'm really good at drafting and really good at like evaluating which player's going to have a good season on like the aggregate. Like, But... Week to week, like, I, I'm usually pretty bad at, like, picking who's going to have good games. Like, and that's why I hate having, like, a lot of running backs that are good. Like, I'd rather just have two clear starters so I never have to, like, overthink it and, like, play the wrong guy. Yeah. But what the, my problem with Lamb Chop's stat, though, is, I like, he's doing it as a percentage of total points, um, which makes, like, which may, I'm not even just saying this because it makes me look worse, but, like, if you start a running back who gets two points and leave one who's like thirty points off the bench, that's gonna be it's gonna make you look really bad. Where it should be percentage of players, I think. Like you have fifteen players on your team and you start nine of them, so like it should be out of nine, not out of like how many points you score. It's like be like, did you start eight of the nine right players, seven of the nine right players, six yeah, of the nine yeah, right yeah. players? I just think that's like much more. I think that would even things out better. That's my opinion, but uh, I like the stat. Yeah, and I mean, like, it does punish somebody who, I guess it rewards someone like Vigo who has, like, Ray Rice on his bench guaranteeing zero points. Yeah, and, and, like, my bench, and I'm still not trying to defend myself, but my bench has put up 85 and 70 points week to week. So, like, it, it actually, like, make, if you have a good bench, it penalizes you in the way he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it is cool to see some more stats. It looks like the website isn't getting stats updated. Okay, so, so Lamb Chop actually asked me about this today, and I, I meant to clarify also, like, it, it, I'm going to put up stats. This isn't, like, me being lazy or busy at work or anything like that. Like, it's there's no point in throwing up these stats after one or two weeks. Like, you can just look at ESPN and see how the players are, like, ranked in points. So it, I told Lamb Chop, come, like, week four, like, th- week three, four, five, whenever I feel like it around them, I'll get them up. We'll have the same stats. I'll probably think of some more awesome ones. Um, Priest and Choir Boy both had all year to do something and did nothing. So I'm yeah. gonna get I'm gonna get the stats back up. And l- last year, like I don't think I got them up week one last year. I think I probably waited a couple weeks till they actually meant something. Um, yeah, I mean, like we can't really complain since you just give us free media that we yeah yeah. I mean, can then complain about. I mean, it's 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 a Tron league, so people will complain, but. Well said. Like, you guys have no right to complain about anything else. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. I mean, your team, the quarterbacks are pretty good. How do you feel about your wideouts, though? Like, uh, Macklin's put up numbers, but, like, I've watched both Eagles games. I just think he looks terrible out there. Yeah, I mean, he does look terrible, but if he's getting thrown to 12 times a game and he catches five or six of them, I mean, it's not a great percentage, but... Yeah, I he's, know. Get it, he's getting the red zone looks, and he's all, he's also, like... He's not starting for me this week. Like Mike Wallace has a better matchup, and yeah, Wallace has been good actually. That that's a nice play. And then Alshon Jeffrey hasn't really hit his stride yet because he's been banged up. But yeah, I, uh, I really like. I mean, I think I have four 
guys who could finish in the top 24. So the thing, I'm not huge on Alshon. Um, I definitely would have gone Antonio Brown over him. Um, but, I mean, at least you didn't pick Andre Johnson there. But <laughs> I, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's Cutler likes throwing to Marshall a lot more. Um, like, Alshon, Alshon did have big games with Cutler last year, but he really went on, like, a string of, like, five huge games in a row with, with Josh McCown throwing to him. So, I don't know. He's a little unproven for me. Um, as, as like a wide out one. Like I think he'll be good. I don't know. Like I wouldn't lock him in a top ten though. I think I think he definitely could do it, but I don't think he's nearly as sure a thing as as the, the top guys. Yeah, I, I regret the Antonio Brown um, move. I, I really had him enjoyed him last year. He's just he can do a lot of different things, and Roethlisberger has pretty much only him to throw to. Did you draft him last year? or Did you get him as part of your trade with Lionel? I forget. I got him, Roethlisberger, Matt Forte, and uh, a tight end with, with trading with Lionel. And what'd you give up? Just like Peyton, right? And I think Andre Ellington. And you, yeah, that's a good. And, and then I think I gave him my tight end, and I got his tight end, and I think. Maybe I got a better tight end out of it. That's a good. I forgot about that. That was a really good trade for you. Like yeah, Matt it, Forte, it was, Antonio Brown, and Roethlisberger for for Peyton Manning. Like um, I, mean, I mean, Ellington was okay last year, but that's like three. Like Brown and Forte were like top five players. I and I got I got Whitten for Greg Olson. That was the last part of it. So I don't I don't know. I don't even remember who was better last year, but that seems pretty even to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I really I I think. We don't do enough trades as a league. That would be my biggest complaint about this this league, other than the money. All right. So, so what? But like, defend that statement. Like, you can't so, force people to trade. Like, no. But what happens is there there are like plenty of situations where two owners have an obvious matchup where I have depth at quarterback, I have no running backs. They have depth at running back. They have no quarterback. Like, it's a very logical way to say, okay, well, I'll give you Joe Flacco for. Your extra player, like let's make a trade. So, are, do you go around proposing that? Or I've proposed trades to uh, at least four people: I've, to CB, to Vigo, to LC. This season, to uh, to uh, to Lionel a little bit. This season, you mean? This season, yeah. So, all right. So, I'll defend him. Like, I don't think you don't want to trade that early until you really like kind of understand your team and what you have. I think. I think people are still. A little hesitant to trade, probably not being sure of how their players are going to pan out. Okay, but if you're starting Brian Hoyer and Matt Castle, I mean, do you really expect you're going to win your week? Uh, Lamb Chop beat me last week like that, and I really have nothing to say for myself. But, but yeah, he had like I, the tenth score, right? Like, he didn't have a good week. No, he didn't have a good week. My team was terrible. I put up the season low, and he had like yeah, the ninth or tenth high score. Um, but first of all, you shouldn't be trying to make Lamb Chop's team better. Like that's like an unwritten rule. So, well, I'll try to make my. I mean, I just like Joe Flacco is the tenth best quarterback so far, and I don't think he's going to fall beyond fifteen to maybe eighteen. Yeah, you can worst. you can talk Flacco up all you want for trade value, but Joe Flacco fucking sucks, and he could easily fall outside the top twenty. So, sorry he, if you don't want me to destroy that for you. No, um, I mean the rest of the league feels the same way. But the last three years, he's been at worst eighteenth, and this year he seems to be just as fine as he was. Like he'll be. And startable second quarterback, probably above average. No, you're, you're, I mean, you're actually right about that. Like, he has very little downside. Unless he gets hurt, he basically has no downside. I mean, he is what he is. Steve Smith is better than he's had in a while. So he's got Steve Smith and Torrey Smith to throw to. Um, yeah. Their, their running game is worse. I mean, somehow it was terrible last year, but like they're not going to run as much without Ray Rice. And No, you're, you're right. I mean, that's the type of player that I just think no one wants to own. But 
you're right. As like a QB two, it is it, solid enough if quarterback's not like the strength of your team. Um, I think people are, are much like more like trying to be cute and you know get Johnny Manziel or Bridgewater or you know oh I'll get Austin Davis off the wire like just try to like oh Geno Smith is really going to come together this year he's going to be good and it's like Joe Flacco is a known commodity that will be startable every week. No, that that, that that's that's a very very good point. It's like the, he's just boring and like it's not fun to root for him, which is the same thing for Roethlisberger I think. But those agreed. guys are are dependable. And players like that win leagues. Like you, you can't just have a team of like nine upside players. Like you need really solid guys who are going to give you their points. Like if Flacco gives you 15, 16 points every week at that position, that that's that's good enough to like then have take some risks in other positions. So you're right. You're actually kind of talking me into to Flacco's fantasy value. Um, yeah. So I'm trying. I'm trying I, to. Make I will Flacco never trade for him because I can't own him. I'd kill myself. But that's the, that's how everyone feels. Like <laughs> I've, I've gotten so many emails that are like, no, I fucking hate Flacco. Yeah, so I mean, it's not a. There aren't a ton of trades this league. You're right. There's maybe like five a season. Um, but I don't know. Our, I don't play other leagues. Do so more leagues just trade a lot more than we do? I mean, for how much we're involved in it, though, like the waiver wire is really competitive, and people are are fiddling with their lineup every week, and it seems like that's a good, I don't even that's get trade proposals. Like I have, it's it's crazy to me that I have like three startable quarterbacks, and people are starting Geno Smith and. And I don't get offers like trying to get Flacco from me or trying have, to get Roethlisberger like, or Luck from me. When Carson Palmer comes back, I have three fucking startable quarterbacks. And I would take Jake Locker over Joe Flacco if anyone wants to trade for him. Until uh, Jake Locker gets hurt again? Uh, yeah, he looked terrible against Dallas last week also. Um, but I still think more people I still think more people in this league would take Jake Locker than Joe Flacco. And I, Yeah, that, I mean, that's totally true. And I bet you he has like fewer points than Flacco at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, probably true because he'll he'll definitely miss time. Fewer points, uh, maybe not points per game, and that's why when you wanted to throw him into like we have that bet on Brady and Palmer, which I'm getting crushed at. Yeah, versus Roethlisberger and Luck, and you wanted to throw in Flacco and, and uh, Locker too. Uh, which if, if I thought Lock if I thought Locker played 16 games, I I would have added him in. Because I thought would have thought that gave me an advantage, but he, he, yeah, I mean, he I guess won. when he's He's played in his career. He's actually been decent. He just never plays. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he he hasn't rushed this year, but he used to get rushing numbers, and um, he's had some decent fantasy games. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, about, it just, oh yeah, it just makes it's just annoying to me that I have like people have three good running backs, for example, and they. And you also want to keep depth. Like you, ha- your running backs have buys. Injuries happen. Like uh, if a guy's like five good running backs, sure, trade one or two. Like three good running backs is worth keeping, in my opinion. I guess. I mean, I just think there are, every team has weaknesses. Like you, you mentioned in the power rankings that there's a lot of parity. I think that's right. They're just yeah, everyone I mean, has an obvious hole. We haven't had a team hit 150 yet. Um, I think there is a lot of parity. I like when I was when I was looking through, like when I do my write ups, like I kept feeling this week like I was all my write ups sounded really negative about every team because like even the top teams have one or two holes. Like there's not a team that I think is like a sure thing at this point. It's also only been two weeks. Yeah, you have Noah at the top. Yeah, so I, but I I don't know. I spent a while thinking about it. Um, I mean, Noah's two and zero. He's leading the league in scoring. Um, I just I don't love this roster that much. And AJ Green, who knows how long he's going to be out for now? I mean, he's one of like the fifteen great players to all go down last week. Yeah, and also like Jake Cutler is not going to be the fourth. Like he's well, he's going to fall off a ton. I, I'm not sure about that. Actually, like I was high on Cutler going to the season. Like I. I don't know, like, the Tressman offense, the receivers, like, he he might not be fourth, but he could easily be, like, top seven, top eight. Like, 
he has they're gonna throw a lot. He can throw the ball. There's not a reason why he couldn't do it. Yeah, but I mean, except he, I that feel he's like, Jay Cutler. The reason is, yeah, he gets Jay hurt Cutler. every year and he does dumb shit. And I mean, I mean, they, they they could be they should be zero and two, right? Like they they got lucky last week. Oh, they shouldn't have lost to the fucking Bills. They should be one and one. Just switch the wins. But that's I mean, that's the kind of game that Jay Cutler loses twice a year. Like he just does dumb shit. You're right. I, I don't disagree with that. And Noah's Noah's got Jay Cutler, and I think he's got Tannehill. So it's, it's hard to get behind his quarterbacks that much. Um, his running backs also like Alfred Morris and CJ Spiller. That's not great. Yeah, and Alfred Morris scored two touchdowns, but like that's not what he does. Like he he's not he's not in a good offense, and he doesn't get the ball in the red zone a lot. You had him last year, and you hated him, right? I he's like he would have twenty carries for ninety two yards, and no touchdowns, no receptions. Yeah, he he gets zero receptions, like <laughs> just like nine yards. It's from a number one running back. Um. And like Spiller, I don't know. Like he, you, he still got upside, but I don't think he's ever going to have the season he had two years ago again. Like he's never going to be a feature. He's not a feature back. Yeah, I mean, and the and the Bills are playing really well now, and it seems like that's not going to keep going. So I mean, yeah, like I'm talking myself out of Noah's team on the spot. The only thing he's got going for him is Jimmy. He's got good wideouts with AJ Green healthy. He's got Welker coming back. He's got Jimmy Graham. That's what he's got. Yeah, I mean, he's his team is very solid. I'd be shocked if he's not in the playoffs, but. It's not like so much better than than my team or or Yoni's team or Vigo's team. I don't disagree at all. I saw the the top four. I don't think I wrote this, but I definitely had the top four real close, and then a a, a definite drop off before like five, six, seven. Me, Anton, and uh, Stevie. But I I could have put any of the four of you up front. Um, I thought about Vigo for a while also, but I mean all the teams have issues. Like um, who did Yoni just Yoni just lost? Well, Josh McCown is terrible. He's he's leaving this game with one point. Um, yeah, and I think Gronk hasn't been good at all, and that's like a big part of Yoni. And I thought someone big got injured. Maybe I'm thinking of someone uh, else. Des Bryant is he hurt? No. Oh, he's he's questionable, questionable now. Like the whole league is questionable actually at this point. But yeah, I don't know. Like the Gronk and McCown, like Josh McCown is as big a hole as any te- as anyone in the top four. Like yeah, I mean he's starting McCown, Toby Gerhardt, and Chris Johnson. Yeah, his running like, backs are are terrible. That's his normal starting group. That's just awful. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, Chris Johnson, Chris Johnson's not awful, but but Toby Gerhardt's had like four and six, I think. Like he's or six and two, even worse. Like he he just can't play. Yeah, and like Chris Johnson's not even. A, I mean, he's he's part time back on a shitty offense. It's going to be trailing plenty. Uh, well, that actually looks pretty good against your Packers last week for a while, but yeah, but I, I still like he's okay. I'm not. I don't think you, you're going to be like starting him as a running back one. No, you're you're right. You're definitely not. He could be a running. He could be a running back too, but not behind Toby Gerhard. Um, and then like Vigo's team. So Vigo and Noah actually play each other this week. That's the the one and two in the power ranking. That's that's by far the premier matchup. Yeah. But I mean Kaepernick, whatever. I mean he's fine for fantasy. I, I just don't like him. Um, and then Geno Smith, like that's just I don't know. Like Vigo's team has definite holes also. His, yeah. His, his wideouts. I don't like Demarius. I've said a lot. I don't think is going to be that good this year. Percy Harvin, like everyone knows, is a good football player, but it just doesn't translate to fantasy. Uh, Frank Gore's falling off Frank, for sure. Frank, Frank Gore's old. DeMarco Murray's been really good for Vigo. That's what's been winning him his games. And I, yeah. I, I agree that I like DeMarco. Um, but So do you think the parody is because we're all getting good and we are sort of figuring out what the right moves are, or are we just it's just too early in the season? Oh, shit! Julio! Julio! 40-yard <laughs> touchdown! I God missed damn it. it! I missed it! I saw. I, I'm watching the TV. 
with the sound off, and I missed it and saw it on ESPN, like, score or whatever. Oh, yes! That's what I fucking needed. I need a win this week over Moose. <laughs> uh, that's 35 points, and we're still in the third quarter. God, Julio Jones is good. Um, so, sorry, what were you asking? I, I'm saying, do you think we're, uh, we've, it's, we're getting better at fantasy, or are we just, it's too early for us to, like, distinguish our teams? Uh, that's a good question. I actually think we're getting better at fantasy. I think... I think every year there are less and less just really stupid picks. Um, I think the the overall skill and dedication of the league in, increases every year, and, and I, th- I think everyone. I think it's the league is more clearly defined now. Like three years ago, like I don't really think people thought of this as a two quarterback league. I think there was maybe like four or five managers that would like go after two quarterbacks early, and now there's yeah. a, now there's a lot of people, and the people that don't are like consciously making a decision like. This is a two quarterback league. I'm going to be really stacked at running back, really stacked at wide out, and get my QBs late. Um, I don't know. I think people do more draft prep probably, um, and they listen. I mean, league media, like you know, I'm I'm raising the bar on this Legends of Tron shit. Yeah, I mean the the email chain and the podcasts are pretty merciless if you fuck up. So. I mean, yeah, if you do something stupid, like you're not going to live it down. Um, and like like Moose will come to the podcast and probably defend himself. He probably won't like. Other than that Andre Johnson pick, um, there like in the first three rounds, like there wasn't a pick that was really stupid at all. Um, I didn't really love Philip Rivers or Anton either that early, but there, in the past there used to be like the whole third round was just like retarded, and like now people know what they're doing. Yeah, although Demarius Thomas before AJ Green, Des Bryant, Julio Jones, Jordy Nelson is pretty dumb. Well, so I, I mean. It, Demarius was like a consensus number two on like every ranking site. Like ESPN, was he really? Yeah, ESPN, CBS, they all had a number two. I agree with you that I don't. I think he's the worst of that group this year. Um, but I just think, like, but I don't. Gen- but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill that that pick. Yeah. Now I'm looking through. Like they're all pretty reasonable picks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Like and like once you get to rounds like. Once you get past the first, like, four, maybe five rounds, uh, Atlanta... Fucking, fucking Atlanta. Um, no. Tampa just fumbled a snap. Atlanta recovered on the one. They're going to score again. This game's going to be 50 to nothing in with eight minutes left in the third quarter. Jesus Christ. This maybe, is the national TV game. Throw, throw a fade to Julio Jones. I'm loving this. I mean, the Thursday games are always terrible. Yeah. They just snapped the ball, like, 20 feet over Mike Lennon's head. Uh, Mike Lennon <laughs> might be a pickup this week now. Um, but uh, I lost my train of thought again. Were we talking about something? Uh, no, I'm just talking about how, I guess you're saying the later rounds are so hit or miss. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, like, be objective. I think the first, like, three or four, or maybe in five rounds, like, you can kind of come up with, like, an objective consensus of, like, which players belong in those rounds. And after that, like, it's hard to really judge someone for thinking of, like, a sixth-round pick as an eighth-round pick or whatever. Like, it, there's a lot of variety there. And it yeah, depends yeah, yeah. on, like, what position you're going for. But, I mean, that's, like... That's where you could, like, if you, if Darren Sproles is a top 10 guy, I, I don't think he will, but he'll be close. Like, he, him in round eight can win it for you. I think I got him in round nine, actually. Um, but, yeah, if, if, if he stays this good, I have to fuck, I have to start him. I mean, I don't know why I went thinking Shane Vrain was going to be this good, but he maybe will later. It's obviously can't trust Patriots running backs. Yeah, they, they don't really get the ball enough. And Andre Ellington is, he like looks better than his numbers are. I know. I'm not. I'm not happy with my running backs right now, and I would be if I was just starting Darren Sproles. But anyway, let's talk some waiver wire. So, uh, sure, you, you made a good move on Derek Carr. I actually think that's a good pickup. Are you happy with that? 
Yeah, I mean, that wasn't even a waiver. That was just... Yeah, that was a claim. That was a claim. But he's had two solid starts. I picked him up so that people who were trading quarterbacks and they had fewer options on the waiver wire. I completely agree with that strategy. I mean, that that's why I drafted Jake Locker going into the season is I just didn't want other people to have a starting caliber quarterback. Yeah, I mean, that, that's why I took Flacco as well. And now that you have Henny, Drew Stanton, and Austin Davis are the only quarterbacks we're starting that are available. Are those the only three left? Yeah. That's going to suck for Lamb Shop. Um, so Noah picks up Kirk Cousins, who's like obviously the, the prize of, of the week. Um, he could be really good. I don't know. What do you think of him? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, he played a lot last year and wasn't particularly good. It was. It's a different offense, though. Like everyone in every reporter out of camp was saying, he looks better than RG three. Yeah, he looks really good. Although that might be a statement more about RG three than that. That that's a fair point. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the red like the Redskins offense isn't particularly exciting. I think he'll be like a Joe Flacco level quarterback, maybe a little bit better. Real. I actually think he could be. I mean, if they're healthy and like. They got Deshaun. They got Pierre Garçon. That's two solid receivers. Um, and Jay Gruden just loves to throw the ball all the time because he doesn't really know how to coach. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, Lamb Chop on Blake Bortles. Is he even starting now? No, I don't think he. I think their plan is for him not to play this season. Yeah, I, I don't follow Jacksonville. I'm not sure. I mean, Elsie's obviously desperate now. He's got Brian Hoyer, Matt Castle, and Blake Bortles. Um, he's got three quarterbacks. Probably none of those guys are top 20 guys. Um, yeah, and he's, I mean, he's like, he, I traded him, I asked him for a trade today, and he said, like, I could get quarterbacks like Joe Flacco off the waiver wire, which is not true. He, did he actually say that? Yeah. Um, he's, he doesn't, he's, he's going to run out of his responses. They're not going to work. Matt Castle's going to lose his job to Teddy Bridgewater real soon, who someone else, I think, uh, Yoni picked up this week. Yeah. So, like, Lamb Chop's going to be, he, he's going to have, Castle and, and Borders, he's going to have two backup quarterbacks on his bench. And RG3. He's going to have three backup quarterbacks on his bench and Brian Hoyer. Who could lose his job to Manziel. Forgot about that. Good good point. None, <laughs> of, none of these guys are going to be fucking starting. Um, yeah. God, this has to be the year that, that it all falls apart for Lancia. No, I mean, if it's not this year, it can never happen. He, did, he made the finals last year? No, he made the semis. And he lost in the other semifinal. Okay. Yeah. You and him both lost in the semis, I think, last year. Yeah. Um, and I think we tied in the third place game. Actually? Was, yeah, I think it was an actual tie. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> it was like the lamest uh, end of the uh, season. Um, so I'll say Fuse picked up Travis Kelsey. I've actually had my eye on him for a couple weeks now. He's uh, He could be solid. Like He's getting some buzz as a sleeper. And Kansas said he needs anyone to throw to. So I'll say that's a good move for Fuse. Um Lionel dropped Danny Amendola, who's done absolutely nothing for James Jones. But as someone who used to be who's still a Packers fan, like is James Jones good, or was he just like no. good in Green Bay? He like occasionally makes a sweet catch, but he's not a consistent receiver. So, I mean, but he's their number one, I think, and he did have that nice touchdown grab week one against whoever they were. Yeah, playing. I mean, he's like he'll have like three or four awesome touchdown catches a year, but other than that, he's not going to do. Like he's just not—he's not consistent. Like you don't want—you don't want to have to rely on him at all. Yeah, that's that's probably not um, probably not a threat. Although, yeah, I think he's actually in Lionel's starting lineup for Week Three. And check. Oh, you're playing Lionel. Yeah, his team's not very good this week. His team is—he's desperate for a win. Um, his team isn't this bad though. Um, well, actually, oh, Vincent Jackson zero points. That was like 
in my power rankings, I said Lionel's team is not this bad because Vincent Jackson has to be better. But, I mean, like, Rodgers, Cam Newton, and then Arian Foster, Joyke Bell, those are really good quarterbacks. And yeah. I think, I think Joyke Bell's good. I think those are good running backs also. Well, if you go, I mean, if you go 0-3, are you, can you come back? I mean, you, you found yourself in this position a lot recently where you have a bad record early. It seems very hard to come I, back. I've never been 0-3, first of all. Um Yoni was 0-6 last year and finished 7-6 and and would have made the playoffs. I mean, we don't need to rehash that again, but it's possible. And I actually think the year before that, Anton, I might be completely making stuff, but I kind of remember Anton starting like 0-3, 0-4, and then making the playoffs also. Um, so I would say 0-3 is fine. I mean, I, I could look up like the odds of making the playoffs, but I think once you get to 0-4, you're, you're in dangerous territory. Yeah, I mean... Six losses, and you're pretty much hoping to win on a tiebreaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, and six losses in your first six games, like you're really hoping a lot goes right after that. Um, but if we made the later games count more, I'm surprised you're bringing it up. I thought you would defend your boy. Um, I think it was like said in jest in a podcast, and it got blown out of proportion. That that, that might be true, but it it was said, it was recorded, and it did get blown out of proportion. Yeah, I mean that's how this league works, and that's what makes it good. But yeah, you got you got to just learn to accept it. Um, you're not afraid to go against Rodgers this week, though. I mean, against Detroit, he could just blow up. Yeah, but I uh, and Cam Newton Andrew, against Pittsburgh also. They could both have real good games. Andrew Luck against Jacksonville, same thing. No, it's not because they'll get up by three touchdowns in the first quarter. Watch the game. He'll throw for 234 yards and like one touchdown. Like, he gets, he's a second-ranked quarterback right now, even though it's awful to watch him. I'd, I'm just telling you. I hope – I really like Andrew Luck, but it's just not going to last. Um, and then, oh, you're starting Flacco? Yeah. You're starting uh, Joe Flacco? Roethlisberger's playing against Carolina's defense. Yeah, that's fair. They made Detroit look terrible last week. Um, do you think you win this game? I don't yeah. know, actually. You're, look at your running backs. What do you – I mean, they have decent matchups, and they are, they're supposed to get the ball, so... Look at your running backs. You need Wallace to be good. You need Edelman and Alsha. Is Alshon even 100% off his hamstring? I don't think no, so. No, he's, he's iffy. Macklin is, is, you know, he might come in. Yeah, nope. I mean, I like your team, but I, I'm going to give this game to Lionel. I, I think Lionel wins this game, to be honest. Delaney Walker, he he had like 30 points for me last we, week. Okay, you as well as I know, that's like a once or maybe twice a season game. Like, yeah, although he's like, who does Tennessee have at, run, at receiver? He's He got 14 throws last week. They've got my boy Kendall Wright, who is terrible, and I'm not sure why I was starting him, even though he'll end up with like 90 for 10, 50, and three touchdowns. Um, they've got Justin Hunter, who's a deep threat. They don't have Kenny Britt anymore, who I used to love every year. <laughs> yeah. Um, in fact, he was actually he was on my sleepers list on the Rams this year until Sam Bradford went down. If that hadn't happened, I would have ended up with Kenny Britt. Um, I mean, he's got athleticism, but he's not a good player. Yeah, no, I know. Um, sorry. So Delaney Walker will get targets. I don't. I don't disagree. They're going against Cincinnati though, who's a real good defense. Yeah, I think I think I'll get like one twenty-five again, and Lionel get like one fifteen. Yeah, that, so I, I, that's actually a pretty relevant game. I mean, Vigo Noah's the marquee. You versus Lionel's interesting. You're a good team, and if Lionel loses that, his season's pretty over. I'm just looking at the week three matchups. Um, Yoni Lambchop, same thing. Yoni's two and zero, and if Lambchop loses, he's going to be in trouble. 
Um, yeah, although Yoni's getting .9 from his quarterback. Lamchop's going to win two games in a row against me and Yoni. Just going against terrible scores somehow. Um, Fuse, Priest, one of them has to win eventually. That's two. Actually, those are... <laughs> Those are some high projections. They're 148 and 150. They might be the highest two projections of the week. Yeah, those projections are never, like, they're always higher than anybody gets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, way higher. Um, and then you get 130, you've had an awesome week, and that's, like, a normal projection. Um, yeah, um, exactly. Like, I actually think the average, like, I think I led the league in scoring last year and averaged, like, 128 a game. And, yeah. like, exactly, like, the average fear is 130. They're way over project. I'm sure that's on purpose also. Like, I'm sure that's, like, a mental thing to get people to play fantasy football more is to, like, try to predict high scoring and shit. Yeah, it's boring to see, like, he's going to get one point for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I'm, I'm sure, like, the, they have stats people that are, like, looking at user engagement based off, like, projected high scores and low scores. And I'm sure they, like, make their people do that on purpose. Um, anyway, that's pretty much it for week three. Anything else you want to talk about fantasy-wise? No, I mean, people should give me offers for Flacco and one of my receivers for a running back. That's all, right. that's all I'll say. If you want a better quarterback, I'll trade you Jake Locker as soon as Carson Palmer comes <laughs> back. Um, all right, Hudson. Tron Rex? Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. Tron Rex. Um, your Tron rank this week is um, completely hypothetical situation. You are with one Tron um, somewhere in the wilderness. or It doesn't really matter where you are. You're with one Tron. Um, you have a heart attack. This Wontron has to save your life with heart surgery. Somehow, he's allowed to... He has a cell phone with him, so he calls a doctor, and a doctor's allowed to tell him what to do, but he's still the only one there that has to do emergency surgery to save your life, okay? So he's on the line with the doctor. Like, yeah, so he doesn't have to, like, make up what to do. Like, someone has to let... A doctor is telling him, like, cut here, do that. But he is still the only person there giving you, like, heart surgery to save your life. We'll okay. start with your bottom three trons. A lot of these tron ranks are similar in that it's like a pressure situation, and you. Well, well, this is a pressure situation. This is like listening to directions. This is like steady hands and motor skills. There's a lot going into this. All right, who's my bottom three? Yeah, I think Lamb Chop because he's probably like laugh at me for being having a heart attack. Yeah, Lamb Chop's not a good person. It would take him like an hour for me to convince him I was dying, and then he'd be like, <laughs> suck it up. And... He, would, he, he wouldn't do anything to help. Yeah, so that's an easy one. He would like um, man, he would try to order Amazon Prime like a doctor for you to show Yeah, up. like a drone come in yeah. and do a little open art. <laughs> um, let me think. I think... It's like I'm trying to think who would get flustered with a doctor like yelling at them. Or I mean, or flustered by fucking doing heart surgery on someone in blood. Yeah, or who just would freak out? Uh, There's an obvious one. You think Vigo? I'm not telling you who I think. You got. You I think your, I, you rank your own ranks, man. I go Vigo because we used to get him pretty pissed off when he was an administrator on like just being annoying. So that's true. Actually, he a would stressful situation like a real stressful situation couldn't be better than that. All right, so you got uh, Vigo and Lampshot, and I need a third. Yep. Uh, well, like if it was the Shabbat, I think Yoni would be really out of luck with the phone. So Yoni's not. I don't kids. think Yoni follows that Shabbat shit. Is he not actually that religious? No, I don't think he's that religious at all. I just think he has a Jew name, so no yeah, one really knows the difference. That's kind of a curse, right there. Um, you you want to stick with Yoni? Yoni uh, he's a pharmacist. No, he's like, at least like medically inclined to some extent. 
Yeah, I think he has some some knowledge. I'll go with Noah. Interesting. All right. Um, I'll tell you, you should have gone with it. Is I would be fucking terrible at this shit. You would be. Oh, one, I'm not great under pressure. I would freak out. But more importantly, like, like blood or just like cutting people open. Like, I, I would probably commit suicide before I had to do that. <laughs> Good um, to know. Yeah. So don't count on me for that. I have I have Noah on my bottom also. Um, I don't think he's like good at taking direction and like understanding simple things that someone's telling him. So the doctor would be like, cut this part, and he would just not really understand what to do. Um, I also have Lamb Chop, uh, basically for the same reasons that you said. And as normal, I picked two ahead of time. I need to think of my third on the spot. I can't go Vigo because I can't go three for three with you. Um, I was thinking, I was actually thinking Moose. Like, because he'd just be like laughing or like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to put Moose on my bottom for this one as well. So you weren't there the year that Moose was the only captain? I, was I guess you there. just graduated? And he was, like, really serious, and I feel like he would be able to deal with the, like, stressful situation. All right. Um, go, I'm go not putting him on my top, but I, I I give him credit for, for... I've seen him in that position, I guess, more than you have. Go All right. Go with Moose. Um, top three. I'll go uh, Lionel. Okay. He's uh, Lionel's a good Tron Rex player. He's pretty scary. Like he seems like pretty angry and like aggressive. Uh huh. But also like he would like yell at you to calm down and you would kind of stop thinking about it. Lionel actually G chatted me today to remind me to update the Tron Rex because I think he wants to pad his stats to see how high up he is on all this. Oh, he's had a good year. I shouldn't. I think he won last year, or he's high up. Yeah, I'll I'll update him. But yeah, Lionel usually gets a lot of top mentions. Okay, if if Shabbat's not an issue, I'm going with Yoni because he's like some kind of doctor. He's, right? a, he's a pharmacist. I don't think he went to med school, but his his wife's some kind of doctor. His he's wife got some is kind a, of... his wife is a real doctor. Yep, he's probably heard some of the words and like she's probably told him a little bit. Okay. Um, who am I? Third one. Yep. Uh, I'm kind of thinking Anton because he like deals with high stakes situations in court, but I don't think he'd actually be good in it. Okay. Uh let me let me go I'll go priest. Priest is good. Priest I think priest could be smooth at this. He's um, kind of like detached. He's a little bit cold and I think that'd be good. He just sort you, of You want go, that. You don't want the emotional connection. You want him to just do his job. He'd go so he'd just follow the instructions like it was like a math problem or he's like doing an econ thing. Alright, that that's a fair point. Um so, so I have Frogger actually on this. Um, Fro- Frogger is cal- he's like calm under pressure. He's like very steady. He- it's like hard to get him super emotional. Like I think I think he would be calm and he'd do a good job. Um, what about him being a vegetarian and not really seeing you know meat too often? I don't, th- I don't think flesh. that would bother him. Like I'm like super squeamish about everything like that. I, I don't really think Frogger is. Um, I-, okay. I think he'd be okay with that. Um, I have Vigo on my list. Um, I'm not really sure why. I just think he would do anything to save my life. So, <laughs> so I, I got Vigo on the top spot. That's uh, like specific to your relationship with him. Exactly. He would find a way to make it work. Um, okay. I also, I'm going to go Anton with my number three. Um, I think Anton's good under pressure. Um, I think he could probably be calm also. I think he could like just focus on the task at hand and just carve me up and and do it do it well 
that said, we would probably die in the hands of any of these people giving us heart surgery. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to be successful. We would just pick them. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. All right, Hudson, thanks for volunteering for the pod. Yeah, I think you should change the, the website name, by the way. To what? Well, it says Carson Palmer, uh, 2014. <laughs> yeah, I meant to change that every week to a relevant player, but... I was in I was in class today, and this girl behind me was like, <laughs> oh, that's fantasy football league? Why is it Carson Palmer? He's hurt, and he's bad. He's not... He's averages 27 points per game. I'm so fucking pissed that he's injured. Not because like he's, he's going to be good for me, but I just wanted to prove all of you guys wrong because I still believe he would have been like a very good fantasy quarterback this year. I think he had one good year when he was on your team, and that sort of has skewed your whole perception of him. What skewed my perception is he's in a... The, Bruce Arians' offense throws the most vertical passing in the NFL. They're going to score. They've got two good wideouts, a pass-catching running back, he stays healthy. Like, this is a fluke injury. This isn't, like, him running and twisting an ankle. This is a fucking nerve damage. Like, who's ever that heard of that is? before? Yeah, he has nerve damage in his shoulder. Like, I've never heard of a player having that. Uh, like, last year, he was 16th in quarterback. That's, like... That's, that's not, not bad! That's okay. Okay, so the top 12 are QB1s. That means he's in the top third of QB2s. I, I was never saying he was, like, a top five player. I was saying he was better than, like, Andy Dalton. Yeah, but he's not that much better than Andy Dalton. Fine, but I took him two rounds later. Actually, Andy Dalton was the fourth-ranked quarterback last but year. Everyone Maybe he... knows that was a fluke. Yeah, that that's like bullshit. Um, okay, well, I... come up with a better name when, or just give me twenty dollars now. I think. Yeah, I'll work on. That. Oh, we only bet twenty, right? I've got my fifty bets refused. All right, I'll work on a better name. Thanks for coming to the pod, <laughs> man. Good luck this week against Lionel. I'll talk to you Thank later. You. Oh, good luck, originals. Right. Thank you. Sky Frog report. I will. All right, see ya. Bye.